Welcome to the Together for Good podcast, a podcast specifically designed to inspire, challenge, and uplift you during your daily walk of faith. We have a special episode today as we continue in this Epiphany AHA series where we bring individuals on to talk about AHA moments from their life. And this week I invited intern Rita Argus to host and lead the podcast, and she brought on her friend, longtime friend of this show, Sammy DiBiase. Uh, and so the two of them talk about different AHA moments they have had over the course of their faith life. And in particular, they really focus on this idea of slowing down in order to notice moments where God is moving in the world world. They both reflect on experiences they had while serving abroad. Um, and it's, just a, it's a great conversation. They have such great chemistry because they're longtime seminary friends. Um, so I appreciate Sammy and Rita taking the time to record this, and I'll turn it over to them now. Enjoy this AHA conversation. Hi, Sammy. Hi. It's so good to talk to you. Uh I feel like um, we, I mean, we talk over Snapchat a lot, but I feel like sometimes we don't <laughs> get a chance to like talk on the phone or have a discussion. So I, I'm appreciative of you agreeing to record this podcast. If for no other reason, it means I get to talk to you. So Ditto. And, <laughs> and I feel that I should get some kind of honorary host because this is my third time on the pod. Yeah. I'm honored and I feel yeah, we should let Pastor Nate make that happen. Yeah, so. I I think you could get that title. We'll send your certificate in the mail. I, I would love that. Honorary podcast host of the Together for Good podcast. So we'll go in my office of my first call. Sure. Perfect. Perfect. He just gave the other staff uh, wonderful awards. So I feel like he can make them up for you. And um, we have might have new listeners because we just did our join in January survey and over 30 people said that they wanted to, new people said that they wanted to sign up for the podcast. So um, if there are new people listening, uh, this is intern Rita and I'm talking with um, Samantha DiBiaso or Sammy DiBiaso, who is uh, one of my former roommates at seminary um, and also still my friend and colleague and uh, we like geek out over the Bible together and everything and just love talking about all of that and life and everything else. And we both have dogs. So we also bond over that. Yes. Yes. You can't see our faces, but we're smiling and laughing. And you're, <laughs> if you're new, wow. I'm super glad that you're here. <laughs> and what a good podcast to like start episode to start on and everything. So <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so we are in the season of epiphany still. So we are talking about aha moments um and as you know like epiphany aha like uh type of thing like little like pun there um and so we're talking about aha moments in our life of faith which I think um I mean I can I don't think it's going out of bounds to speak for both of us I think seminary is was definitely and is we're not graduated yet almost but not quite yet um full of aha moments in our own faith journey so I think we'll be able to talk about those but I'm sure that there might be other ones that happened before seminary too that we can talk about. So uh, do you want to go first? Sure. Yeah. I think this is such a good question and I wish we could like hear back from people. So I don't know if there's like a feedback thing, but I would just like to hear like, what are other people's aha moments? Because like when I never ask someone this question basically is what I'm trying to say. Like, I think it's yeah. such a question of like, when did you have a moment like an epiphany where God just kind of showed up and you were like, oh, wow, this is. 
you know what I mean? I love it. I really like epiphany. Okay. Anyways, my, I have a couple that have come to mind. Um, but one of them that I'll share is I spent a year living in South Africa as a young adult in global mission with the ELCA Mm -hmm. and it's through a partnership. You know, I was living at a Lutheran church, a Lutheran church in South Africa. You know, I had gotten to know a lot of people, but there's just certain parts in the year where you, as a, white Amer- as me as a white American have yeah. to figure out how to do things. And so one of that, one of those things for me was learning how to navigate the taxi system, mm. which is don't imagine the United States tax- taxi system. Like that's, it's not that. Yeah. Um, and so I was learning the language. I was really nervous, but I needed to go to the grocery store to like get some stuff, you know? Yeah. And, um, I had asked one of my friends at the church and one of my friends who at the time was an 89 year old man named William. And he told me what to do. And so I was like, all right, the next day I'm going to go and I'm going to do this thing. And I was uber nervous. Like I wasn't telling anyone that I was nervous. I was very nervous. I was going to be lost. You know, I, I didn't have a phone with Google maps on it where I could figure it out. So So I get to the taxi stop. I'm like, all right, I'll be fine. I get there. It's a big bus. And I open the door like a van and I open the door. And out of all of the hundreds of combis is what they're called, like taxis. Mm -hmm. My exact friend was on the taxi. (laughs) And I like, I just started crying because I was so <laughs> nervous. And like, he obviously, he did not plan it. Like, there's just no right. way you can plan it. There's not like a time schedule. It's just like, be no, at yeah, the spot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he, and I just looked at him and I was like, oh my gosh, what are you doing here? And he said, God just works in mis- really mysterious ways. And I was oh. like, just a puddle. And I was like, you're so right. Like, it was just like this sign of like, God was accompanying me. William was accompanying me. I quote unquote, air quotes, went to South Africa to accompany people, but they were just accompanying me. And so that was an aha moment of like, God's going to keep showing up, even if it's in a random bus. Yeah. And I got to where I needed to be. And yeah. 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 No, I love that story because um, so I served in the Peace Corps in the Peace Corps in Senegal in West Africa, which we've talked about, and I feel like I um, not that experience, but had similar experiences where uh, in I was you know again sent there to quote unquote accompany people, but it was more like my host family accompanying me and teaching like. <laughs> Uh, I was often joked that I was like a little kid. I would say like, I'm just a little baby. Like, I don't know anything. Um, And, you know, I mean, I definitely like helped them eventually when I learned the language and those kind of things. But uh, in those moments when they were so patient and so um, gracious and just like met me where I was at and like in moments when I was worried and all of a sudden they would just show up. It was just, again, yeah, those moments were just like, oh yeah, the Holy Spirit like is here and moving and knows when like you just need a person there to help you. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes in the U.S. culture where we're so like go, 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 we often like miss those little moments where at that time like you were just in such a different world um, that all of a sudden you started paying attention to those things. And I, um, I definitely tried to hold on to that 
noticing uh, where God was moving in the world when I came back from Senegal too. So yeah, and I I love that Rita. I think you're so right, and I think that like we're so go 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 that we miss it, and yet like still God is like, oh, you're missing it, like. <laughs> I am again you know it's just like it's always for me and maybe other people have different aha moments like a certain bird in nature or like whatever but sometimes it always just like comes to a surprise to me and like that feeling you were describing it's like a very grounding moment sometimes a humbling Mm -hmm. moment um for example can I share another quick yeah no go ahead absolutely well you shared yeah, I, I said Senegal, and my um, my next one was going to kind of like carry that theme forward, but um, you can go ahead because I'm sure that they're probably interlocked too. So, okay, mine. This brief one is like just a, it, it. It was like a aha moment, but also like a humbling moment. Like I uh-huh. feel like you know, like sometimes aha moments are like bring it back down. Like you're not God, Samantha Nicole DiBiaso. Just yeah. That. <laughs> um. Like, <laughs> but anyway, so we've had this couple um, who's like, they're kind of, they're a couple seeking asylum in the United States from Syria. They're Muslim, but they're not, they've just come to our church and do different community things. Mm-hmm. And um, we just, you know, we're just accompanying them and they they show up and do things with us and it's really lovely. And so um, the wife of the couple, she always comes to our Thursday seniors women's knitting group, which is fantastic. Only about 1% of the people in the group knit, but it's great. I love that. Uh, <laughs> and, la- and, and so our congregation soon going to be going on a like congregation retreat to a Lutheran camp and it's going to be mm-hmm. in New Hampshire and it's going to be lots of snow and fun. And so the pastor and I have been debating like, oh, should we invite this couple or not? And I was like, well, it's going to be a bunch of white Christian people, like maybe they don't want that. And so we were just like, we won't invite them. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Then on Thursday, one of the women comes up to this this person and she's just like, hey, you should come on this retreat. And she like gives her the form and paper to like fill out to come on the retreat. And I'm just standing there in awe of like, Oh, right, Samantha, like you should just invite people and yeah. give them the chance to say no. And so that reminded me of a couple of things of like, God makes a way for things to happen, even if like, you know, we we say, oh, maybe not, like God's mm-hmm. still working. And to remind me that like God's working in community to invite people and like, yeah. they're going to come and it's going to be fantastic. And so like, that was another aha. Like, I think I feel like there's different kinds of ahas that I not I have not thought about. Like there's like a humbleness aha, mm-hmm. there's like surprise, there's like comforting aha. So mm-hmm. that was a humble one for me. So <laughs> thank you. No, I love this. Like uh because it fits with mine. I promise we did not plan this. Uh this wow. is straight off the cuff and everything. But my next one was um when I was working as a chaplain at the Children's Hospital um, in Columbus, and I think I've kind of shared this story on the podcast a little bit, but um, I just want to come back around to it because I think that it is like an aha moment. So I was um, 
kind of going along with the the Senegal story, but then also just like um, aha moments when you're interacting with people who aren't in your faith community and like how that can also open you up to aha moments in like your own faith, even if um, you don't share like the exact beliefs that the other person had. Um, so when I was working at the children's hospital, I was um, with called to a room where a Muslim family, um, their little uh, baby daughter had just passed away. And um, I like pulled on my experience from Senegal and then also like from the other chaplains that had talked and uh, was able to like accompany this family when um, they were, had just moved from Egypt were fairly conservative Muslim. They um, didn't really know how like the US hospital system worked and the they were trying to talk to the doctors and nurses about like what the process was for the hospital. And like, um, you could tell that, like, or I could tell like um, talking with the father that like clearly he had needs but didn't necessarily know how to express those needs. Like didn't know how to express that. Um, so in their religious practices, uh, there um, is a practice where um, like Muslim people need to be buried before sunset um, in, in order to like go on to their afterlife and that kind of thing. And like some of that varies depending upon um, the different uh, religious orders. That's kind of like the different denominations within the Christian church um, for, they're not one-to-one -one comparison, but for a good comparison. Um, but that was what they believed. And uh, I, you could tell that the dad like wasn't sure how to express his needs within like this giant hospital system that you know is just so used to like operating in one way and I um just stopped him and I was like do you need to have your daughter buried before sunset and he was like it's our custom but I don't know how to make that work and I was like okay I'm gonna work with the doctors and nurses and we're gonna see what if we can get this to happen like I will do our very best and like uh at that moment, all of a sudden, all the doctors and nurses looked at me and they're like, what do we need to do? And like looking at me at the as the authority in that situation. And that was definitely like an aha moment for me um, because it was like, oh, like me as a Christian can like reach out and accompany this person who is Muslim, um, who like, I don't share the same beliefs as them, but I can like express their needs and I can work with them to make sure that I'm like meeting their beliefs um and like building that community and that like the Holy Spirit is active and moving in that space even though like they might not believe in the Holy Spirit and like that kind of thing like um it doesn't really matter like at that moment you know if someone was atheist or someone was Muslim or someone was Christian or someone was Buddhist or anything like that like at that moment like God was just as present in that room and like helping that community come together to like um give this person a, the sense of comfort and rest that they deserved and needed at the death of their child um and that was one of the moments that it still gives me goosebumps like I still like um was just I don't know where that came from when I like acted in that space and like directed the doctors and nurses to come from and I just chalked it up to the Holy Spirit and like I but it was just like one of those moments where like um afterward I was like oh yeah of course that would happen <laughs> but in the moment like you don't necessarily think of that right right and I I 
heard that story before and I love hearing you retell it because I think it's just so powerful because mm -hmm. I think you're right like it's like it doesn't matter if all parties involved are all on the same doctrinal belief system yeah. uh because like God's still just like coming out of nowhere and like also to remind us that like I've been here this whole time but mm -hmm. I like that I also loved your perspective on the aha moments being like ways that God is like working through us. And because mm -hmm. you were like, I didn't know what to do, you know, and then afterwards you're like, wow, thanks pretty much yeah. for showing up. <laughs> yeah, for showing up and doing all the work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that just feels so like, so freeing to just like some, I don't know, in our very perfectionistic culture and our very like, you should know everything culture. It's like, man, sometimes God's just going to lead the way. And like, mm -hmm. that is just very freeing to me. Of like, we don't have to have it all figured out. Yeah. And sometimes aha moments happen like after it's like, oh, right. That thing was God. Yeah, yeah. for sure. No, I mean, and like, obviously there's been like little ones along the way too, of like in our classes and like learning biblical languages and like reading through all the gospels and like uh, all of a sudden making connections that you hadn't made before and those kind of things. And so, like I said, I'm trying to hold on to that sense um, that I was like working on developing in Senegal of like noticing the ways that God is moving in the world. Um, I think the more you notice it, the more you pick up on these aha moments and the, and you're like, um, and I hold on to those moments when I, you know, I'm struggling with my faith or if like a tragedy happens or um, mm. I'm like having a difficult conversation with a person or that kind of thing. Like I want to hold on to like, um, and remember those moments when I recognize God moving in the world um, and those aha moments when I like really recognize God moving in the world because sometimes it's harder to see God moving in those difficult times um, yeah. and and then trying to like point myself again to like noticing that that feels like that's kind of giving me a new perspective on faith too because mm. like faith is like trust in God and like trusting that God's gonna do something but yeah. we can have faith when we hold on to those things like you said like life experiences like that is faith too dang oh look an aha moment in the aha podcast <laughs> we did not plan that no didn't plan it at all I just um, feel like when people share their aha moments like that's that's one too like when there's like space for people to share their story it's like I wasn't there like I wasn't at the hospital with you but that just feels like an aha for me. It's like God's working in places I definitely don't know. Yeah. You know? So I like when we share. Yep. I'd agree with that. And uh, there has already been one dropped of another conversation about aha moments. And I think that there's going to be possibly one other one, if not two more of um, people talking about aha moments. So the listeners to this podcast get lots of aha moments, which is great because how better to celebrate epiphany than with aha moments. So. Honestly, wow. Yeah. Oh. So 
<laughs> well, thank you so much, Sammy, for agreeing to record this with me um, again. Again, we'll send your certificate in the mail of uh, yeah. honorary podcast host. <laughs> and when I get it in the mail, I'll be like, aha, there you God go. here. <laughs> wow. Thanks for having me. It's always so fun to obviously chat with you, but then to just feel a little bit more connected to your community out yeah. in Denver. Yeah, we love, we're welcoming everyone and we love to welcome you in, so. Thanks. <laughs>